stop right there, motherfucker. Stop right there. Malcolm's here. Malcolm's here. Malcolm's here. Red alert. So true. Red alert. We're now recording. After a After two year hiatus. Two years, brother. And then some. Put more time on that. Two. It's three, been f three to four, four years. Two year hiatus. The we king has hashed returned. things out on accident without talking about it. <laughs> After um, years of weird emotions, we're fine again. <laughs> yeah, it's called men are fucking simple, simple retards that are able to immediately forgive and forget. We can definitely say that, Miranda. Miranda is also here in the background. Hi. Miranda, say hi. That R word is a bad word, so take it back. Please. Re simple. Yeah. Simple Sim is simple's a bad word. Simple is an S word. You dumb retard. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to what it's like to be on a comedy podcast. It's the same conversations we've always had. Um, for co without your dad, comedy podcast. What uh, what are your inspirations? Matt and Shane's secret podcast, Come Town. The God, PKA. Thank you. Come Town is so good. PKA. Do, you, do you like uh, the Adam Friedland show? No, it's not the same. Although when it first started, I not thought because it was very good. not because Stav isn't there, but because Nick keeps insisting on being like we're turning this into a talk show see i just want nick to talk more and i don't like adam that much i think he, adam's fun oh, as a punching all right. oh, okay, bag all right good okay so we have the same opinion here's what i wanted to happen when i heard that it was turning into something different i wanted nick to become guard dog on matt and shane's because anytime matt and shane were on come town those are my favorite episodes mm. they were they're in my opinion the my favorite guests aside from um Oh fuck! Isn't Mike Racine the co-host of Being Ian, of uh, of uh, Ian? Damn, I can't remember. Whatever. See, my my only comedy podcast experience is Come Town, Adam Freeland show. Take the tempo. Sleepy up a Cast. Bit. Hold on. Oh, Sleepy Cast. I fucking remember. Sleepy Cast. I used to throw. I used to throw the playlist on. They had the playlist. I just let it go on for right. days on end. Right. That would be my background noise. So that that, that was what I off. sleep to. Oh my god, that me too. Like Stamper TV. You know, I had Stamper Five. I had to always skip the like sexy chocolate M and M episode because oh, yeah. of the thumbnail. Right, right. I didn't want my mom to know that to walk I knew what sex was. That. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing was, um, I was super proud when Stamper followed me on Instagram, or I'm sorry, not Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, because I have to remember who all those people are. Yeah, no, I, I Stamper. You know Stamper. Everybody knows Stamper. Who, I mean, what did Stamper do? Stamper, he did the, well, he did the voice of uh, the narrator of Battle Block Theater. Uh-huh. Um, he didn't do, he did the voice, did you watch Hell of a, or not Hell of a Boss, um, Has Been Hotel? It's, no, uh, it was gay. Pop. Yeah, it's very gay. It's very gay. It's very That's gay. That's not well, he, my he sphere. A, I don't like those things. He did a voice on that. Um, he does a couple voices here and there. He's not as, like... He's not a programmer, though. He's not, like, an early Newgrounds person. Oh, no, no. He, he was on... I think... Okay, the thing was... like, Tom Fulp... He was very Newgroundsy. I don't think he, he very... He, he didn't branch out into YouTube much. Mm -hmm. So he was before our time. Yes. We're, we're like, like... 2006 era. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, like, he was... He was, um, he we're was very part slowly, of Sleepy Cabin. Yeah, he, he was, was part of Sleepy he Cabin. He was on a couple of... I remember that now. He, we're very slowly becoming old internet, which is not cool. It's not cool I don't at like all. that at all. No. What the fuck is a Harambe? 
What is black children being dragged across an enclosure? <laughs> he was black. Yeah. He was a Damn. black child. I I, th- I really think Harambe stole the fucking the uh, the spotlight for that one. I don't think anybody really remembers the kid so much as the Harambe. <laughs> as I the think gorilla. the kid got lucky. The fact if Harambe didn't die, the kid would forever be like the monkey, the monkey black child. Right, right. Because he, he'd now be the, he'd be the George Floyd of zoos. <laughs> You see? Did you see? Have you seen any of the um, the CCTV footage of George Floyd before he died? No. From like an hour earlier. No, I didn't. So <laughs> this is not really bad. I know it is. It's, it's, just, it's, it's already I'm not, bad. I'm just stating a fact. It's, I'm not making a joke about it yet. It's uh uh. So when he's when he's on the um. Damn! What the fuck was he on? We've been drinking all night, by the way. It's New Year's. Happy New Year's Day. Um, yeah, we already recorded a new. We already recorded a new week, a New Year's episode last week. But, really? Well, because today at five a.m. this show comes out, so it'll be the New Year's episode because okay. New Year's Day. Um, what is this coming out on? This is going to be next week's episode. No, no, no but no, like what Spotify, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I don't have an Apple ID because. <laughs> No, when you go on Apple's website to register an account with them, Do you if you're not Apple using device? an Apple device, it Yikes. doesn't give you the like continue to next page button. Right. Straight up. So like I can't actually register this with Apple Podcasts at all. Right. So I'm missing an entire revenue stream. Like I'm not making anything. I don't have ads. I'm not making anything off this. Right. But, yeah, Blue Chew. Anyway. Blue Chew isn't uh, sponsoring you yet. Well, I do have Blue Chew. <laughs> right, but they're not sponsoring you. Have you You're seen, giving them your have money. Have you seen Blue Chew in person? I've never seen a Blue Chew. Here, no. I'll give you. I'll give you a sensor. So, version. so do you? You keep that thing on you? I do keep that thing on me. So you got condoms and Blue Chew? And no, then... I do not have condoms. No condoms. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the character I play on this show is a person who does not like sex. <laughs> so. The idea of making it like a diet version of itself mm. is not appealing if the opportunity to have sex was presented. So you fuck as a necessity, so I keep, not I, it as It is a It is a survival instinct. If I have to, I will get myself through it with that one blue chew. I also, at my dad's house, I have, a, I have an unopened pack. Also, my dad has blue chew as well. <laughs> so it's hereditary. No, so it is it is hereditary. Is ED a <laughs> It is a hereditary <laughs> thing. Runs in the bloodline. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? When I was like um 16 and 17, like, like right before I had a car, but right before I was like always driving on my own versus like when I first got a car but I'd still like be in the in the passenger seat with my dad. We he got like Sirius XM radio the first time he got Highlander mm-hmm. a few years ago or a few years ago. And Anytime, like, Comedy Central Radio... Because we, we listen to comedy, because I don't like the same sort of music he does. Right, he understands of course. That. The one thing my dad's ever done for me is understand that I don't like his music. Mm. And uh, so he plays comedy radio. Sirius XM would always info, um, like advertise, Oh, Viagra is now in a generic brand. And he right, immediately right. flipped the channel. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, ah, Padre. Tuas, Pinas, no Workos. <laughs> See, Do I, I think that that's a, a symptom of any anything that's intended for people above the age of forty. Yes, but but I think because of Blue Chew, my dad's fifty-seven. Right, but because of Blue Chew, there's more and more young people 
taking these pills. It's like uh, I feel like we're we're very much like engineering well, young, our young sex people lives. are scared of sex. Young men are scared of sex because of me too. Like me, <laughs> like you too. Yes. I don't know. You know what? I don't like starting. Like, mm. like I have. I want to do like it's a. The first step. That's. I want to do like a. I want to do like a rules lawyer sort sort of thing where you start a conversation. This is a transaction of physical intimacy, and it starts here. First of all, you, sign you this contract. That. Please sign this contract. Um, I end up becoming PC principal. I need, I need I end a up becoming, script for this. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I end up becoming PC principal just to get it started. And I'm like, okay, well, now that I'm not nervous, it goes smoothly after that. Right. But that's a hypothetical because on the show, no sex happens, <laughs> even though I have the dick pill on me. I kept one of these in my... Sildenafil, so what is that in... Uh, what's Cialis. The, it's Cialis. Why yes. didn't you go for Viagra, the cool one? Because it, it makes you hard for a day and a half. Sildenafil does? Yes. Hard for a day and a oh, half. Oh, okay. All right, all right. You're saying the other one does. Yeah, this that's is... Sildenafil. No, this is Tadalafil. That says Sildenafil. That says it right on the back of it. Well, would you look Karen, at that? You can't read. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a hefty accusation, buddy. It's not that so I can't. So whose blue chew is that? It's not that I can't read. It's that I choose not to. I've fallen, and I choose not to get up, motherfucker. Of course, of course. Anyway, back to George Floyd. <laughs> so he goes to a gas station, mm-hmm. and he's on ketamine, two bananas, and he starts... Waddling around like a penguin, literally, with his hands behind his back, Naruto running without the bend over, waddling like a penguin. Imagine how Nico walks, but throw the arms of a Naruto run into that. I I really wish there was camera footage for this because I can make an animatic of it with the actual George Floyd walking video entirely. There's video of this. I mean, like, like, I mean, like, obviously, I'm not making this. this up. Right, right. Obviously, this is CCTV seen this. footage from tw- uh, like an hour before he died. I've just never seen this before. That's so insane. he goes to a corner store, grabs two bananas, takes out a fake twenty. He's eating right. That's what he matters. takes out a fake twenty, and he starts flaunting his arms up, and he throws them back, and he starts waddling like a penguin. And then the because there's someone in front of him in line, so the footage cuts out for legal purposes, and then. The uh, exchange with the cashier that caused the cashier to call the cops, which led to George Floyd's death, was him having a fake 20. And then that's, you know how it goes from there. Right, right. But he was fucking waddling around like a penguin. It's hilarious. That's, that's pretty cool. But he's, he mean, literally has bananas like a monkey. <laughs> right, right. See, the thing is, to be fair, I have been very high in public before. Not on ketamine, of course. <laughs> I'm a good boy. What are you on now? <laughs> Marijuana, okay. No, like a good boy. Alcohol. Oh, right now, alcohol. That's what I said. Right now. Yeah, I'm drunk. <laughs> Duh. That's um, how you do a comedy podcast. Yeah, you become inebriated, and then you, you talk about Joe Byron. Talk about and Joe Byron. Floyd, my favorite U.S. president. Not my favorite. Who's my favorite? I like Andrew Jackson. Dude, he's he's very funny. But Joe Biden. 
Honestly, they're all funny. I I, I can't ever look at now that now that Donald Trump opened the door for funny presidents who don't do anything. Joe Biden is like a top candidate for funniest president. I think Obama didn't do anything. (laughs) No, Obama opened the door. Obama killed a lot of people. That's what he did. Oh yeah, well every president does that. That's just that's like a presidential. Yeah, but he was precedent. But Obama was like, oh no, I didn't do that. Oh, it's a Joan, Donald Joan Trump. Strike. Donald Trump uh, did that. Michelle right. is definitely a woman. <laughs> yeah, Michelle. I think Michelle did more harm than Obama did. Although Obama definitely did fuck up. Food standards are already so terrible, terrible. that, like, <laughs> so when a, Michelle Obama took over and she tried to make them better, they're still like laughable in terms of like European food quality. Right. right. So if we're gonna have bad food quality, at let us at least let us have it taste good during our youth. Uh, that's we, true. We somehow got fattening, horribly artery clogging foods that tasted bad at the same time during our youth. So, well, maybe Michelle can suck a fat one on that. I uh, believe the I, fat one of one who's not Mr. Barack Obama. I, I do believe that the high school we went to and middle school and the, the entire school district was not actually taking part in the Obama uh, era stuff. Oh, we buddy. weren't getting extra funding for it. That's what I've heard. Buddy, they removed soda from the vending machines. They did take part. It was a national ordinance. Really? Yes. Oh. There was soda in the vending machines when I moved to Mahanasan. Really? Yes. Huh. Because uh, Michelle's... Soda kind of sucks, though, doesn't it? Yeah, but, like, if you're going to buy something at school with money, at least make it something you want. It's not like there was only soda in the vending machines. There was, like, more options than that, aside from, like, Diet Snapples. Right now it's just the Diet Snapples, Gatorade. Gatorade. Gatorade Zero. Not even Gatorade. The worst Gatorade. Gatorade sucks. The worst Gatorade. I'm sorry. I hate Gatorade. You know what I like? like I like fucking Logan Paul's Prime. Logan Paul has a drink? Yeah. It's a Gatorade alternative that I I think is actually better. Gatorade's protein bars are really fucking good. I don't remember what they're called, but Do they're like remember? these Rice crispy fucking things. Chocolate-covered Rice Krispies. Dude, <sighs> that Man. is the most delicious that shit. I need to remember. I love They actually Gatorade really ones. are good. Do you remember Gatorade's um, campaign of Prime Perform Recover? A little. It's it's uh, So this hazy. was this was a big thing when I was in middle school as a as a a travel. They had a line that was like it was literally just marketing. It actually didn't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, buy three Gatorade products instead of one bottle of juice. <laughs> so you have Prime, which is supposed to spike your uh, um, electrolyte retention okay. from your sweat once right. you start working out. Right. Which is, it's literally just Starburst. It's just gummies. Mm-hmm. So you spike your blood sugar so that your protein intake for later is actually higher once you start sweating. Okay. You have Perform, which is regular Gatorade and all the other Gatorade alternatives they started selling. And then you had Recover, which is the protein bar mm. and shit like that, which they kept around. Which is... Um, oh, fuck. It worked on me. It worked on my dad more than me because he kept he kept buying me like triple packs of Gatorade right. like, products. son, Gatorade is the way. You I saw have an ad. I know so everything true. about it. Now. Right, error. You have a a college scouting tournament coming up in Maryland. You need all the prime perform and recovery fuel going into Son, this. Son, you need fucking electrolytes. You need electrolytes. 
You're not even watching your weight yet. You're playing a different sport where that doesn't matter, but you need that anyway. Right. Right. Fucker. God. Yeah, that, that's Damn, rough. that shit sucked. God, soccer, soccer sucks, huh? Soccer is yeah, honestly legitimately the, the worst Cup. sport. Fuck the World Cup. I don't give a shit. I really don't care. I know a lot of people Honestly, this, care. this year's was a storybook ending, but if it was like a cool sport, yeah, that would there's make not many it cool sports. epic. There's, there's only a few cool sports. And most Football is the in, cool sport. They involve violence. The more violent they are, the cooler they are, I've found. Cause like, even, but that's not even always true. Because like, even rugby, that's the most boring. People say baseball is boring. Rugby is boring because it's the exact same play over and over and over again. Because these guys are amazing at what they do. It's always the exact same Ditch, play. toss, and scrum every time. Exactly. Over and over until they get a fucking a try. Yeah. Congratulations. You tried. <laughs> you tried to keep Doesn't my attention. Doesn't mean anything. It's awful. I mean, you you know. You know your sport's bad when a score is called a, a try. try. Yes. <laughs> But not T-R-I as in you got three points. Right. It's a, an attempt. T-R-Y attempt. Now, cheese rolling. Yeah. Cheese, cheese wheeling? At cheese least in football, rolling? it's called a down. Right. So you get a number of downs to right. do something, to put points down, mm-hmm. which American branding. That, that Irish Muy sport. caliente genius. That Irish sport thing is cheese wheeling, I think it's called, or cheese rolling. It's yeah. where they take a big old wet slippery hill and they roll a big wheel of cheese down it and then they chase it down the hill and whoever grabs it gets to keep it people get fucking hurt all the time doing well in it. theory you wouldn't chase it you just do a sonic roll and try to go right. past oh it. people do skid that. yourself after you know you're past it mm-hmm. and then turn in front of it and try and grab it and it's yours oh absolutely but we live in a postmodern society where you don't you can just buy cheese wheels you don't actually need to right. compete for them because there's not only one yeah, the village doesn't have to scramble over a fucking cheese wheel anymore, and yet they still. This is no do longer it. the gayest thing imaginable, <laughs> and yet yeah. here it is anyway. Speaking of Ireland, I really find it very funny that when uh, Queen Elizabeth died, uh, rest in piss, uh, all of Ireland rest was bitch. all of all of Ireland was celebrating and throwing parties. Apparently, bars were the packed. Margaret Thatcher too. Party. Yeah, basically. I mean, bars bars were literally packed, heavier than they've ever been. There was fireworks going off constantly. That's fucking cool. Dude. I watched Conor McGregor winning two world titles, live footage of a Dublin bar, and it looked dead compared to the death of Queen Elizabeth. Exactly. The greatest sports icon of a country's entire national history in the modern age winning the highest achievement in his sport which is representing the pride of an entire fighting country versus the death of your enemy <laughs> and what's even better is it's an old lady it's not even like it's you know it, it's not like she's so but it's not like a know, cool old lady like a, like a witch who right can do magic someone do weird spells yeah, she's just some old fuck Who's been around for way too long? But I think I think I think she could do spells. Yeah. Remember in like 2020 when people like predicted the date of her death, mm-hmm. and then on that day in 2020, her horse died instead, and she like was seen she evaded was she the spell. sucking the life out of its eyes or something. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, I think she had weird like sigil powers where she could do sacrifice. Summons. Right. Right. 
Yeah, no, she definitely. I mean, you gotta figure she has some uh, access to knowledge that's. I think she unattainable might, by yeah, you and I. She might be the common folk. Queen Elizabeth actually might be like a legendary planeswalker for Magic: The Gathering. Oh, easily, absolutely. And there, there's only I mean, Soren, Lord of Innistrad, can destroy <laughs> <laughs> Queen Elizabeth of Britannia oh from Code Geass. Oh God, Lelouch of the Rebellion. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm. I mean, I'm glad she's gone. Although. I, King Charles, he's not much better. His drip is way better. His though. drip's much better. He's got like Gundam and like Gundam antagonist drip with like the capes and the yeah. the swing. The, he's got some so hard cool. pictures God, going around. I love capes so much. I wish we brought that shit back. We can. Start. I wish you brought cloaks back. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool if instead of making like parkas with sleeves, mm-hmm. you just made like a whole drapery for an entire person that was like. Um, like lined with like fur or whatever, mm. but it just covers the whole thing, and you hold it together yourself because that way you can hold on to whatever you're holding inside of your warm cloak. Right. Because like when you put on a parka, you have to have, wear gloves if you're carrying something because mm-hmm. it's the winter. Obviously, you wouldn't right, be wearing a parka, but like inside of a cloak or like a cape, you can just cover that shit up. You and have if your the own, winds coming. It's automatically a windbreaker. You have and a you private have zone. You have your own safe you zone. You have a domain. You have yeah. a domain, and it's warm, and it's concealed. I think that that's definitely... You can keep a, a gun in there. So many guns. <laughs> you can keep six guns like Reaper Overwatch yes, in there. exactly. <laughs> what if uh, Joe Biden had shotguns inside of his suit? He may. I mean, there's no, there's no telling what that man is capable of. When he snaps back to reality and realizes that his handlers are not his friends, and he starts blasting them with his alt. When he does Death Storm yeah. and goes Beyblade. What if Joe Biden went, uh, uh, who are you? Who are Die. 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 What if Joe Biden did Death Storm? Watch two. The biggest... In my opinion, now I I really enjoyed Overwatch One. Me I too. thought that game was a lot of fun. But it died five years ago. It died exactly. And then when they go, guys, Overwatch Two. I'm like, all right, hell yeah, you know, Return of the King. It has less. <laughs> yeah, it has less, and it's a literal. It's identical, in in every way that I, a casual gamer, mm-hmm. can tell, but worse. <laughs> Somehow they made it worse. They added more black characters. <laughs> you can just come out and say it, buddy. This is a safe zone. 5v5, that sucks. I, I still am pissed about the fact that, and this is this is still Overwatch 1 era, but changing it where um, only one person could play as each character. Yeah. Dude, I miss the days of a fucking 16. Six the 6 ride sweep. Or of fucking tracers, and it's just like insane because it's like, oh shit, there's six people and they're just zipping around. Like that shit was fun. Like and like any anything times six is gonna be pretty fucking. The thing good. about it, it was the reason that they added like one character limit was because of the tank sweep. Right. Every because that was still a feature of the game by the time the first competitive season rolled around, mm-hmm. and then any map that was push objective on a on a rail all the way to mm-hmm. the end is a six Rhine run right. or a five Rhine run with one Roadhog or, or Diva mm-hmm. or something where you guys are moving like people have teamed up and figured out exactly how to move the joystick or the mouse and keyboard 
in exactly the right amount of pressure on it so that they go at the same rate as the payload. And then it's just invincible because mm-hmm. only three of five people or three of six people need to have their shields up at a time to cover all angles and right. protected. You swap it out like, and this is not, this is not like advanced gamer strats. This is like 90 IQ simple. gamer yeah. strats. Yeah. And it's completely unbalanced. It was fun though, which is why they added mm-hmm. it back in the, um, the custom game modes that they put in later. Right. That was the best era. 2016 to 17 Overwatch, right before it immediately fell off a cliff on, on competitive mm-hmm. season four. That's It hit its peak, and then it killed itself. Absolutely. Immediately. It entirely killed itself. I think that's back on now. Now, you don't know this, but we were just pissing. Well, hard. The, viewers, the listeners, they do know that they do know I piss really hard. I piss Hellcat style. <laughs> that that's a uh, common theme. Like they, that's a thing that people know. That is that is one of the things people know about me. You're Regardless the power of which pisser. character I'm playing, yeah, that's one of the things I care about. Right, right. Because I made it a habit to. Um, you'll remember back in high school, high school friend right. <laughs> on the show. Um, You'll remember I would bring two liters of Dr. Pepper into the school. Yeah, that's true. You always... Yeah, so when I made my comments on soda, it's kind of offensive to you. You really like soda. Not now. Not anymore, I imagine. But I've only then. stuck to Dr. Pepper. Right. But that's that's because of brand loyalty. It's not because I need soda. Um, but I did build my brand around, again, because we covered Michelle Obama already. Um, right. You know, because I, I was anti-Obama back in high school. I was like, fuck it. I'm bringing a 12-pack to school to to sell to kids at lunch. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'll sell cans of soda for a dollar, and then that'll even out to the around 62 cents per can that I'm buying it for from the corner store, which is horribly illegal in America. (laughs) But I did it anyway, and they can't prosecute me because I was a minor. That is true. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I would, uh, I would, I was worried about getting kidney stones because I moved from bringing twelve packs to just like when my full. business dried up to just bringing two full two liters, liters. Right. and that would go for um, Arizona green tea, mm-hmm. um, Dr Pepper, Coke, Pepsi, right. whatever I could they get just my hands clog on. Your Eventually, it became my my brand, my character mm-hmm. to just have an absurd amount of beverages. Um, or food in general, right? Rather than yeah, you have always, it for my yeah, you're enjoyment. You always Oreos day. and shit. You always had. I always had something school. in the la- in the latter half of my high school run. So I started peeing as hard as I could, as a method of training my glands and so tunnels. When you get a kidney stone, you won't even know. That's literally the point. Through. That's literally the point. Is like it'll That's just insane. go, or it'll be easier to pass if I end up doing that. Right. Luckily, I got out of fucking high school and rounded my life out, and now I drink water. Yeah, so it's a smart thing to do. So I don't have to worry about that. But I kept the habit of peeing as hard as I can, and then luckily for me, right around the time my public consciousness started existing, the joke went around like, "Damn boy, you fry." Guys, a minute to take a piss, right? The thing about a men's bathroom is that you don't want to be perceived. That, it's yeah, the exact opposite true. of a woman's yeah, bathroom. Dude, urinals are not comfortable. I'd ask the care. woman in the room, but she's fallen asleep. She's passed out. Brenda has fallen asleep. Is out 
I'll put it like a light. Back, so I'm talking about the other thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Men's bathrooms. You, you Men's don't want to exist, dude. Urinals are never comfortable, ever. The I, weird. I, I don't care. Like a, like a public bathroom urinal with like ten urinals mm-hmm. on it. It's like the rule of you always leave a space in there. It's like men cannot exist next to each other mm-hmm. in a time of uh, uh, vulnerability, dude. E- even when there's a divider there, standing with your back, because because your your back is towards the center of the room. You're, you're just facing the wall. Your cock is out. You could, in theory, be shot in the head. Anything, dude. <laughs> and not you, know. One time in high school, if you get kicked in the butt while you're taking a piss and your dick touches a urinal, you'll never trust a urinal ever again. That, that's it, dude. Or, 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 urinals. you make the mistake of trying to take a shit at school and you oh, yeah. know you, you go into the bathroom and know you're alone and somebody comes in and you don't recognize it and all of a sudden your loud farts have them peering over the stall mm. your life's over. Dude, or even worse is when they, they fucking take paper towels and they get them nice and sopping wet and they start throwing them over yep. the stall door. It's like, dude, I'm trying to drop a deuce. There's also, the, there's also the unseen danger of the spray and pray. Um, so I carried my, I carried my reputation of, of thunder pissing into college and I had a group of friends, and we were playing Smash one night, and we all went to, like, because we play, we're playing on my Switch in my room, so we go to now, you my go to, floors. Where'd bathroom. you go to college? I went to Goucher College in Towson, Maryland, right, which is Maryland. really close to where Stav grew up. <laughs> so Crazy. I'm trying to like get famous and then like use that as a tie-in and be like, hey, let me go on Stavi Solves Your Problems to get on the Adam Friedland Show and Bad Chain Secret Podcast. Right, right. right. I'm such a piece of shit. I would, like I make three degrees out of separation out of everything. But how, went, how many views do you get currently on your podcast? I have listens. I have, I think, fifteen followers currently across is, the different platforms. But the thing about podcasts is, and I've said this a dozen times on the show, but I for some reason I always have to explain it on air where it's like, um, like RSS feeds, which are the um, like resource spreading feeds for mm-hmm. podcasts, they don't tell you how many like actual interactions you get in a way that's comprehensible. The term views or like listens on a podcast is comprised of like downloads, um, a weird algorithm of like listen time, right. um, spread amongst all the platforms it's on and time since a release. Mm-hmm. And it makes this weird out. Um, it makes this weird exponent, that you like actually can't track unless you're a right. master mathematician, right. unless you're a tenth grade geometry like, teacher. Yeah, the number at that point is practically like meaningless. Because I go on, I go on my RSS feed where I post the shit from, mm-hmm. and I look at the analytics page, and it tells me 220 downloads last 10 days, and I'm like, that sounds really that good. Sounds amazing. But I don't know what that means, right? At all. Because it could mean any amount of different things. Because the no, the fucking phrase downloads doesn't mean anything on that page. Right. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll assume five people. Because <laughs> I know I know one, two. I only know two people who listen to this show. So who the fuck is tuning in and listening? People who Thank aren't you. paying me anything. I appreciate Thank you, it. Though, for sure, definitely. Of Anyone course. Anyone who could hear this and will hear this. In exactly. The Especially you download. It's already been a year. That's amazing. Really. This is episode 56. Year. 56. And I posted the first three and I'm, at um, the same time in January of this year. What's the right title of this episode going to be? 
Do you do titles or you just do? I do. I do titles and I do thumbnails, but it depends on what the best joke from the episode is. Okay. Um, So I'll take the best joke and then I'll make a thumbnail out of that, (laughs) and that'll be the title. Right. It's probably the Harambe kid, George Floyd. Probably. I'll wait. I'll wait for this to be over. I'll sober up. I'll listen back to it, and then I'll make a title and a thumbnail after that. Right. Right. It's not determined ahead of time. Right. Um, I used to have a docket of like things I wanted to talk about, Mm -hmm. and I still do actually. Yeah. Um, Bring some up. I'm. So ready to talk. I yeah. So I mean, we're basically we're in, in the, the second half now. We're we're warmed up. Really? How long has it been? It's been about thirty-five minutes. Is it right here? It's about uh, thirty-two minutes. Yeah. Damn. Well, yeah. I have two things I want to say. Um, our background, our our audience member Marinda has fallen asleep. Does she snore? Dead silence. That was the microphone up to her face. Yeah. Well, She's possibly dead. She could be dead. Hopefully That'd be not. fucking hilarious. That'd be so funny. I wanted to. I've always wanted to capture a death on accident. <laughs> um, Background death where nobody notices is the most hilarious thing. You've come over to Maddie's place and sat in Maddie's trailer and talked to Alexa and stuff, right? Yeah, I've roasted my ass next to that vent. Yeah, in that trailer. Um, Maddie has made a couple appearances on the show, and they are almost all unsalvageable. Yeah. Maddie, uh, I can say Mar- who Miranda is now because you're now here, and she was in the background for a split second. Mm. Uh, and Mason's also been on one episode of the show, so um, now it's now my little world is no longer a secret. Right. Um, but Maddie would dox the fuck out of you guys no over and over again, <laughs> and I'm like, Maddie. Shut the fuck up. Right, right. Go away. And I'd have to go in and post and bleep it out. Right. And, but I'd leave in the part where I roast her because every single funny. episode she's on, she says somebody's like full first and last name and their relation to us. Oh, my God. And I'm like, Maddie, you are you so lucky I'm not a famous person. Right. You're so lucky this is for fun. Right, like nobody can can right. track it for down. now. For now. Sponsors. Sponsors please. that don't exist. I officially made mid-roll space for sponsors by using the mm. Jujutsu Kaisen iCatch teaser sounds. Oh, yeah. I wanted to do the initial D ones, but I couldn't find a um, an audio rip without, like, the the, like, the the guy going, initial D. Right. I wanted to take that out. And Full Metal Alchemist is legendary, but it's literally just a guy going, Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist. Right, right. So I needed a musical cue one, and then I found that. Sure you Jujutsu Kaisen. I was going to say, yeah, you could just, yeah. But that's the perfect place for for mid rolls because I did the uh, I did the TV Tokyo, Kono Bangumi wa Konosponsano Take You Day Okurishimas. I put a I put an ad read in there instead, and then throw the other visual teaser like it's a commercial break. I've I've got this thing figured out. I'm just not making money off of it yet. But right. Maddie would fucking so there was an episode in um, June. Oh, I get to run you through everything. I get to run you through history, all the history you've missed. Hmm. Um, I've missed quite a lot. You have missed. I'm, you have missed quite a lot. For the audience, I am just now talking to Cameron for the second time in pretty much three years. We were friends in high school, but like best friends in high school. Yes. For all of, ju- all of junior and friends. senior year. Um, pretty much as close as you can get to brothers with two people who don't have brothers anymore. Um, <laughs> Ominous. Anymore. Ominous Hummer sounds. <laughs> that's what it sounded. That's exactly what it sounded like. Right, right. 
America's worst vehicle. America's worst vehicle. And America's worst track. Killing accident. Jewish children since 2006. You know, it's really funny because I genuinely, I didn't believe you until I met your mom and I was like, You could see the damage in That's her. a lady who lost a son. Yeah. Like, right there. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the pain. Thank you for describing Jamie eyes. that way. That's a that's a great way to describe. My she's mother. a wonderful woman, and she's incredibly nice. I love your mother, and I miss her. However, she's lost a son. I you guys could come up to visit anytime. The problem is I don't invite people out because my places of residence are thirty to forty-five minutes away. It's up in uh, Saratoga, right? County. Saratoga I won't say exactly County. where there, but yes. Right. Um, <laughs> Anyway, speaking Sorry, of, speaking of doxing, <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> no, but I get to run you through history. So it all started back in like June. Mm-hmm. Um, so during the infancy of the show, I made it through like uh, 10 to 15 or no, like 20 episodes with Malachi. Mm-hmm. So I was only friends with him during the time. Nico had cut me off due to a different story that I'll tell off air because mm-hmm. I've already covered it. Um, so I'm doing the show with Malachi. He's not a great comedic partner, but I'm like, I'm warming up basically. And then out of the blue comes Natalie mm. and I don't need to give her, you know, I don't, there's no preamble needed. Mm-hmm. The villain, she, this is villain arc, Natalie, villain arc, Natalie. villain arc, really? Natalie. Yes. See, cause the thing is, so this Natalie, yes. I dated we know. And, oh, everybody knows? Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Well, I dated her. No, no, no. It's not about, it's not about you've dated her. She's been around. She's been around. She, which is funny because you don't expect it. Yes. And that's what's dangerous about her. Yes. Continue. She's got the sleeper build of women. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the stalker build of women. Right, um, right, right. Gangs. But not in, like, the hot way, in, like, the ew way. Right. Anyway. Right. Like so she really? comes around, Way. she starts hanging out with me and Malachi. She starts roping uh, Casso into it, if you yikes. remember Casso. That is a yikes. Everyone remembers Casso. Everyone does remember Casso. He was also on the show, the least funny person to ever be on the show. Still using 2014 Reddit humor yeah. on a podcast no in 2022. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Um I gave him like five chances to be on the mm-hmm. show and do something funny, and he gave me zero funny things. But anyway, right. she stuck around him as part of my group with mm. Malachi and all those people. I start a new group with Alexei and Noah and Maddie, mm. and for some reason... The reformed group. The reformed group. I don't invite Natalie to this, but somehow she weaves her way in anyway. She's incredibly bored. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, uh, needy, whorish, whorish. Yeah, let's not be nice Just about so it. So many things. Let's not be nice about it. We don't need to. Yeah. Which I thank you for pushing her away from me because you did. I you, did. You I did. tried my fucking hardest. Yes, because she was fucking stuck to me. So clingy. She was so clingy. It was ridiculous. And you thankfully were the hero who came and she sniped me. Yeah. She targeted me in my post-COVID down bad arc. Right. And that's when her, she was on her villain arc. So it was like, it was storybook meeting. Right. So she got into my friend group, infiltrated that, came around my second friend group that I made during my confidence arc, mm-hmm. which is what I'm in now. I'm riding the high of my confidence arc. Confidence leads into the Jessica arc. It's almost like a, it's a filler basically, um, which is what I'm in now. Viewers at home, you know this. 
listeners at home, love you to death. You know this. You've been around for a Natalie comes around, my, uh, my new friends. Before, actually, before she does that, I know how she gets in. So she brings Noah. You're, have you been around Noah at Maddie's trailer at our friend group? I've Noah? been around Noah previously. Okay. I just we don't want to say his last name. Yeah, I'm not going to say his last name. I know the Noah you're you talking know him, about. So you know him. I had him in, a, uh, he was a friend in high school. You cool dude. Chill dude. Yeah, he's super cool. The so, nicest guy. So she brings him to my dad's apartment complex without my permission. Oh, boy. In the middle of the night. Sounds right. After I get out of jiu-jitsu and I have shit to do, I come home. I see them downhill in what I call the flood zone. Because mm. um, I, I live in Rensselaer County with my dad, which is basically just the basis of a mountain. So my apartment complex is off a slope. Everything that's not a building with levels um, is on a hill. And this, where they're hanging out, is a tennis court down a hill, which I call the flood zone mm. because it floods during the winter. Like right now, it's really warm. We're in the middle of the winter. It's New Year's Day, and it's like 55 degrees out. But we just got a, like a snowstorm in 15 degrees days two weeks, like a week ago, and now all the snow is melting, and there's a flood zone. You can't access the tennis court. And once it freezes, anymore. it becomes a when ice it, rink. It becomes an ice rink. That's awesome. Yeah, but that's where they were. It was in the. It's a perk. It was in actually. like April or May or something. She brings Noah. By the way, we went to high school in North America in the Northeast. We know seven to eight to a dozen people named Noah. And she goes, my old friend Noah is back from college. I'm bringing him to your house. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That could be one of nine people. Right. So luckily, it was the chill, cool one. Right, right. Because half of which could hate you. There's a high chance of them hating you. I don't think a high chance. I think it's a possibility. Possibility, right. I don't right. think everybody hates me. Right, right. No, you're, you're the Sonic Look, OC. I posted my fight yeah. news. I got support from people from high school who didn't talk to me before. Like, I don't think everybody hates me. Right. Okay? You've, you've grown up since high school. I have. You're, you're, you're for sure a much better person. So she brings, she brings Noah to my house. Luckily, he's chill. I'm pissed at her. Me and Noah are cool. We end up becoming friends. We're, we're now, he's one of my, one of my bester friends. And we're like trying to push her out because she's trying to latch onto both of us. Still dating her old boyfriend from high school, by the way. Oh yeah. I won't say his name because I don't know if I have on the show before, but I'm not going to dox him for no reason. He's a nice guy. He's just sometimes sad. when he doesn't know who you are. Um, <laughs> um, he is very sad though. Um, so me and me and him, me and Noah, are trying to just pull away from her by hanging out together. We get back to Alexei. Alexei had a class with in 10th grade. I knew all of his character arcs going through high school. Turns out, small world. He's still home. Yada, yada. Knows friends with him. We all hang out. Mason brings you and Miranda around because we, we're still friends with Mason. Small world. But that's how we got here. Hmm. But back to Maddie because this is about doxing. Right. Uh, when Natalie was still sticking around, we got Maddie onto the show for the first couple times. And... Maddie started to feel comfortable talking on Mike and to other people because there's now another girl in the friend group. Mm. Maddie's one of those awful, horrendous women who's like, girls are too much trouble. All my friends are men. Mm. Just straight retard type person. Right, right. But she had another woman around, so she's like, oh, 
I'm comfortable. I'm strong. I'm powerful. And then I've been empowered then, by, of all people, Natalie. And then the next week, Roe v. Wade gets repealed. I want to start my show because we just had a we just had an episode that I we ended up filming after this incident, um, or, or recording after this incident at Rollerama, and I wanted to get to that. And I was also starting Breaking Bad at the time, so that's that's what I was trying to push. I press record on this. Alexei goes, so Roe v. Wade, huh? And Maddie goes, mm. blah, 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 for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but Maddie proceeds to make the most retarded arguments I've ever heard in my entire life. Mm. So retarded, in fact, that I felt like this recording was illegal and should go behind a paywall. So I posted it on patreon.com forward slash mischief castle titled the uh, the secret abortion debate um mm. which you can pay me five dollars for <laughs> <laughs> to hear a ridiculous because debate. i ended up becoming better friends with maddie after that and i felt mm. bad embarrassing her publicly by letting her speak right natalie was also there feeding her more retarded talking points and eventually we phased her out right but ever since that moment i was worried about maddie being on recording because she doesn't think about anything before she says it and then goes, Oh no, wait. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh fuck my bad. And spiels on an apology for 15 minutes mm. when it's like, I could have just cut out the 10 seconds where you said somebody's full first and last right. name and physical address right, right with right. a geo pin. You gave the exact latitude and longitude of this person's current location. Listen, when she apologizes for a minute and a half on a 60-minute show, it's like you can't just cut that out because every time I have her on, there's two apologies per show. That makes it a 55-minute episode for an hour right, long. Right. So I just don't do that. So you have to record an hour and a half worth. Pretty much. So you can actually have enough anytime, content. Anytime Maddie's in the background. We usually keep Maddie in the background. We don't even give her a laugh mic or anything mm. um, because she most usually makes something we can't say. Uh, the videos we showed you you guys yesterday, the mm-hmm. Kicked Out channel, that started out as a second podcast because Alexei liked to, when I would host him for the first couple times, when he was warming up on uh, as being co-host of the show, he didn't understand it was comedy. Right. Or maybe he did, but he didn't care. He wanted to make it like debate right. show. So, which everybody enjoys. Which everybody enjoys, but if you're Ben Shapiro, if you're yeah. like a 2016 MAGA person. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to make a separate show. So I got my cousin's studio space. We wrote down some, some skits and some sketches and some uh, debate points. And we were like, okay, we're going to format this instead of having it be a podcast. Because I don't like you hijacking my comedy show into being like politics. So... We started doing that uh, instead, and um, he turned it into his own secondary show off of the Branch Out show called The Kicked Out Podcast, which is he throws GoPro up on his dashboard, strap the labs onto the seatbelts, and then we'd just drive around for an hour. And that way we had B-roll for the podcast. So you could upload it on YouTube and every other Every other platform. Right. It's a good idea. He came up with it entirely on his own. But the first episode he did with Maddie, and the whole thing is completely unreleasable, right. even to a paywall, because Maddie just doesn't know how to talk. 
Right. It's just full of information. You really can't. It's just say that. It's just like the the formulating of arguments. The like the way she says things is entirely emotional. She sounds like a child. Right. But she's a 22 year old adult. Right. It's embarrassing. Right. And we love her to death. Like me shit talking her. I'm she's a, a very nice person. She's a very she's nice a person. A great person. She's an awesome person to. for extending her family's home and like right. possessions to us in her backyard and like making herself a host and like a mother figure for our friend group. She's awesome. Right. She's just not cut out for this social role, which is the thing that I'm broadcasting myself from. Right. And I'm a shit talker. So it like those two things, they just don't meld together to make a, a good There's sounding There's a large thing. amount of conflict that There's occurs. There's a massive amount of social conflict right. that occurs okay. there. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And uh, so we ended up, uh, so so Mason, Mason at around this time got enthralled into the, into the, into the Natalie arc. Yes. He got side charactered in. I know about this. You do know about this because it was a group project mm. to get her kicked out. Really? Yes. No, so, I, okay, maybe I don't know as much as I thought I did. In uh in July of Emphasis what is now last year. Yeah, July of what is now last year, Miss Goldberg. Oh, that's not her last name. It's really close though. <laughs> I'm not cutting that. <laughs> Fuck her. Um, little Miss Iceberg. Little Miss. Little Miss Cool Ranch. <laughs> Italy Cool Ranch. Italy Cool Ranch. Italy That's Cool Ranch. Name. Is that a cop? <laughs> we recorded Noah's first episodes at uh, at Thatcher's, and mm-hmm. Thatcher's has like a fuck off after sundown policy, obviously, because yeah. it's a national or it's a state park, um, which I hate because state parks are beautiful. At dark, you could you could go stargazing there because it's like completely exactly. unexposed to the light pollution there. So you should mm-hmm. be able to watch from there if you just turn your car off. Mm-hmm. Like the rule should be like, hey, turn your lights off once you're up here. Mm-hmm. But they don't want drugs and paraphernalia and crime to happen, exactly. so it's it's reasonable. Um, anyway, as beautiful as dark is, it brings with it many crime. bad things. Yeah, because it's close enough to a city. Right. If you can see a city from it, then you're gonna bring crime to it. Um, that's not it. Never mind. So, in July, um, I'm filming an episode, or I'm recording an episode with uh, Alexei. This episode is called Episode 33 of Mischief Castle. This podcast is called Mischief Castle. Um, Bad Jobs, parentheses, the Samoan Crown. Where Alexei and I have uh, specified the gain settings on this Zoom pod track P4 to cut out everybody else in the friend group talking around us because we're having a big bonfire at Maddie's backyard. Mm -hmm. Um, Me and Alexei are doing an episode of the show talking about some of our jobs we've had and a story I was telling from the thing I went through at the time. Mm. Or maybe this was August. Yeah, this is August. Natalie's there. She's uninvited. She brought her boyfriend, who's also uninvited. Doesn't fit in with the group. Yeah, heavily uninvited. Alexei has two friends up from South Carolina from mm-hmm. his secondary friend group, which he's made from his other DLC adventures. Um, so we have this whole multi-group thing going on at Maddie's backyard, which she's a lovely host for. Again, great friend. Love her to death. Um, Does she listen to this podcast? No, because she, she only listens to episodes she's on as a way of like, bettering her argumentative self but right, she doesn't right. learn from it so she's still never listened to my show 
Most people don't listen to my show. Noah's the only person who I know listens to my show. I'm going to listen to your show, motherfucker. Don't. <laughs> I do a lot of shit talking, and I play an extreme character on purpose, but it makes me seem way worse than I am. Because I didn't know how to wear social masks in high school. Right. So right. you, what you would hear this as was, is not good. Um, now, is this a point on your list right now? No, this is not. This is an entire. I haven't even gotten to this yet. Okay. This is a. I'll. I was just curious because this has been a tangent for a while. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling stories to catch you up to the lore of the, the mischief, castle. mischief castle. Zoom pod track P4. Mm. I want. You, I want every single person, who ever exists, to watch and read, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, because inside of it is a concept a shonen concept called domain expansion which is where you project your personality through the power system into the world around you so mm-hmm. like in theory this we're recording this in your apartment right now right. Correct. your apartment is decorated how you choose it to be right. so it's a reflection of your personality and in theory your soul if that's part of the power system of real life right right which I mean, makes sense so, but the, th- the thing that's interesting about that to me as a writer of a person who has a webcomic and is writing similar power systems is that plug it. It's called Chain of Silvera on Line Webtoon, the app or website. Um, I'm currently slacking on it because I have a fight coming up. So I don't have a lot of time where I'm not tired to sit down on my computer and draw. And also, I'm trying to record an album right now. So I don't have time busy to man draw. Over here. I'm Watch very, out. very busy. Um, I'm also trying to design merch because it's been a year for the show and I don't know its analytics. Fuck, I got so much going on. Anyway, the thing that's interesting about that to me is the idea of um, spreading oneself out into a zone that you can see or like concealing it with walls or something. Um, right? So like, again, the apartment is your personality because you're the one who chose to design it. But if you could leave the apartment and then anytime you got uncomfortable, just spread these walls out and have all this shit around and have your cats around and it, like you'd feel much more comfortable defining a social situation right. in a place that you already feel familiar and that's just a, such an interesting concept. Anyway, there's a hangout happening at Maddie's place. And, oh, I'm saying, so here's, so that concept is branding out. The Mischief Castle, where the name of the show came from, is I took the, the my nickname from MMA, Cameron the Fox McLeod. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Fox McLeod is the name of us. Um, right, just, right, right, right. Because I don't want to get, I don't want to get sued. It yeah. works. People, some one in like five people recognize it. But then I'll take that. I'll draw a fox icon. I'll make it the A in the word castle, um, using clip art and shit. And then, in theory, the podcast itself is my domain, mm. right? So when I'm holding a microphone and wearing earbuds. I can feel safe saying and doing whatever I want. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's like a safe space. Yeah. To to. Uh, it's a it's a new context where I can redefine and feel com- comfortable with anything. Because in theory, I can have a conversation with legitimately anyone who could be here, whether they're on whether they're on mic or not, by expanding myself out. So we're doing this in Maddie's backyard. Me and Alexei. Natalie's there. I'm shit talking her to her face. At Alexei. 
saying like, damn, I wish only my friends were here and not uninvited people who are like trying to cause problems with my friends and fuck them. Uh, <laughs> right. And I'm looking at her boyfriend who is on his phone the whole time, not talking to anybody. He was really uncomfortable because of course he is. Because she's in an open, so she's in an open relationship and he's not. Um, but Mason has been caught in all of this because Mason forever horny Mason forever horny Mason is in his perpetual down bad stage. Um, it's a boss battle, honestly. Like, and he's not he's not learning the patterns. He's hard reset. Dozens of times, and he's not learning the patterns at all. Um, bro, we'll never make it to the quarterfinals, I swear. <laughs> Will so, we ever even see phase two? It has become such a dire situation of these two having like a will-they-won't-they they, that we're considering kicking Mason out of the friend group. Like, really? seriously. To, to the point where it's like, okay, well, he's going to keep bringing her around. And if he if he hooks up with her, all of a sudden we have an invader, a mm-hmm. zombie, an infected inside of the friend group right. when she's not an around. Undesirable, an undesirable being, being dragged. Like, no, in. you can't talk because that's what Mason does. He goes, no, you can't talk about her like that. Right. He simp's. Right. He simp's in third person. Dude, he he would simp for bartenders. Yes. Hard. And he's like, don't talk about her like yeah. that. She's a lovely lady. You don't know her like that. Mm-hmm. I've spent two nights with her. You don't know her like that. Yeah. Um, and Mason, Alexei, we've known her for years. <laughs> Alexei, we know her. Alexei knows Mason better than me. So when this opposite idea was proposed, he's the one doing all the analytics about it. So part of that podcast episode is talking about that. And then um, part of it, or most of it, is the, just the stories that I'm telling. But she's there, and we're trying to get her out. And fucking... Alexei's other friends are there. It's like so awkward because like there's an outlier. It's a very clear outlier here. And then um, when Mason, when the Mason route starts to fail, she starts hitting on Noah and I'm hanging out with Noah every day and I'm already a route that she failed upon. Mm -hmm. So I'm hanging out with Noah. We drive back from like Moe's or something. We go go to get some food. We come back to his house. Really quick. Moe's or Chipotle? What's your favorite? I like Chipotle better, but Moe's has better queso and quesadillas. I think their chips are also pretty good. However. I don't do chips because low carbs. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That's a personal dietary preference. See, Chipotle chips are always stale. I've never had a Chipotle chip that wasn't stale. I don't um, think they're stale. I think they just they get fried like that. I think shitty. they're thin. They're, I think they're just thin. No, I I, I I really do love Chipotle. Anyhow, continue. Um, yeah, so one day we came back to Noah's house after we went out to get some food or something, and Natalie lives in the same neighborhood as him, and she is in her mother's car. She tailed us back to his house, and then she pulls up in his front yard, and she's like, hey, a stranger's what are you guys doing? And we're like, God, giving that woman wheels is the biggest mistake on we're earth. We're like, we're like not hanging out with you. Goodbye. And we go inside and we lock the doors and our domain expansion happens. And we're now safe from the three Natalie problem. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's honestly the main part of mischief castle lore in terms of things that have actually happened. Right. Everything else on this show 
has been stories that Lex and I have told. Right. Just talking and bullshitting. He became he became my co-host on accident through sheer exposure because I am in my uh, chasing Jessica stage still, which is coming to a close very, very soon. Fortunately for me, because it's been about a year. Alexei is that's in his... That's not chasing. That is... That's stalking. Stalking. Don't worry about it. I've come <laughs> to terms with it. You can say whatever you want. Alexei is in his getting over his horribly toxic ex stage, who mm-hmm. was his first love. The um, one that starts with an O, correct? Yes. yes. Octavia. We, you've, All we, right. Dude, it's been seven months. I don't know months. what's allowed and what's I'll not. I'll clear you on any... I'll give you clearances. Right. Um, it's been seven months. Bitch-ass Octavia. Continue. Don't say that around him, dude. He fucking... He would if he could. Right. Um, right. But we Oh, keep... no, I know. I know. That's all, what we were talking about last <laughs> night is that he is incredibly down bad. However, oh, yeah. she's the oh, worst yeah. thing for him. And I feel bad because he's a very nice guy. The thing about it is it's sad because she's not that same person anymore. Right. And I know she's not because she's like trying to remove herself from her past. Right. And I hate defending her so much because it's like, fuck, I'm not Alexei. Why are we talking about Alexei right now? Right, right. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so me and Alexei on the show bond about Octavia and Jessica because they're similar character arcs but in reverse. So we end up having a similar sense of humor about these sort of things because they're the ongoings of our life. Um, but those aren't. Those aren't like things that have happened in the context of the show. They're kind of just like ideas that formed us that we talk about and expand outwards. The Natalie thing is kind of what happened throughout the show. Right. Um, aside from that, there have been a couple. There there have been a couple Oswego visits. Um, there's been a Rollerama incident, and there was a trip to Colorado I took back in May. Those are the, really the only things that happened on the show. So we've now filled you in on Mischief Castle lore. Um, what job would you like to have in a castle? What job would I like to have in a yes, castle? Yes, what job would you like to have in a castle? Every person who comes on the show has a job in the castle. Now we're talking about an actual castle. A literal castle. A literal castle. Yep. God. Base um, it around your personality if you want or like a nickname right, or something. All right, well, I, I would probably have to be... Every, anytime you see like a medieval castle, there's always like soldiers practicing archery and they're like shooting those big, you know, painted hay, hay bales. Yes. God, I would just love to be one of those guys that, like, tells them all, like, all right, fight, like, shoot, like, launch, and, and, and like, be able to criticize them. and everything. Just, like, shooting arrows all the, day. The the that's archer drill sergeant? Fun. The archer drill sergeant. Okay, that we can make like you archer so drill sergeant. Fun. We can definitely make you archer drill sergeant. And if not that, it definitely Because be... that makes you a Fire Emblem character, and I have two <laughs> Fire Emblem cousins who've been on the show before, so <laughs> we can kind of place you into, like, a, a JRPG a turn-based JRPG role in there. Now, my side job would definitely be the guy who um, tells the same dudes that I bitch at all day to dump the pot of boiling oil from, the top, oil of from the top of the wall. Yeah, that's definitely going to be that. That's my. That's only in the case of an invasion, of course. So we do. We do have a lot of characters, and I haven't been keeping up with this on recording. But we have me. I'm king of the castle because my domain. Of course. Duh. I fucking I record the show. I post the show. Uh, we have Malachi, who is the court jester. And yeah, I, you didn't even need to say that. I guessed and, it. And um, he is the gator wrangler. 
of the moat. Get Wrangler of the moat, of course. But because who else could you risk to lose to the alligator <laughs> than the person? The jester. The person who hasn't been on the show in a year. <laughs> Does he ever listen to this show? Or is he no. Free? No, he's completely he sent he's it removed. To his, he sent it to his dad one time, but he didn't listen to it. Really? He's like, Dad, I was on a podcast. I, I was on my friend's podcast who comes over here anyway and would tell you about it anyway, but he doesn't listen to it. He's right. like... You remember how you remember remember people in school who were like, "Oh, uh, I have ADHD, therefore I can't do thing you're arguing with me about." Right. That's right. him to this day. Right. It's like, oh, I don't His have the I don't have the attention span for a podcast. Right. I don't. I don't. My brain does not function in a way where I can pay attention to something I'm interested in. You don't have ADHD. You are childish. You're a loser. <laughs> you're a fucking loser. It's true. Yeah. Uh, my cousin James. He's a. Uh, he's a knight or like a security. He's like a, he's like a gate knight because mm. he was in the, um, he did boot camp in the army. He's a former, uh, state trooper in Vermont. And I think he's actually, he did security like uh, armored truck driving. And then he went back to security this year. So he's like a knight person. Uh, my cousin Ryan was on the show. He's on episode six with Natalie, unfortunately. And episode 31, uh, he, is part of a rap group called the Moss Boys. So they're gardeners. They're gardeners. They're gardeners. Of course. Uh, my cousin Evan, he, me and him had a separate mini episode just about designing our own uh, ideal version of a Fire Emblem game. So mm-hmm. he's um, he's a general. He's a tactician all right. in the army inside of all the knights and stuff. And then Alexei is uh, my Sir Lancelot. Mm. To me, the King Arthur, right, right. He also has his own <laughs> castle. You when I so die. so wise in the ways of science. Well, yes. Right. I mean, I have a Merlin. My dad's Merlin. Okay. He thinks of, of he's a flat earther. He believes in magic, right, and right. other weird things. He also doesn't believe in um, getting his rusted rims fixed so that his <laughs> tires stop leaking air because of magical air pressure of going up and down a mountain. Now, his vehicle is a 2020, right? It's a 2020 Highlander hybrid, yeah. No, I can't. His wheels are really that damaged? That's insane. I don't know. He has one tire. I mean, you'd have to ask Miranda when she wakes up, because I will legitimately never remember this detail. But I thought they were cracked. Yeah, cracked, I believe. They might be cracked. I don't know. Whatever would cause the uh, air pressure to leak it when it's not aligned properly or, like, balanced properly. He has one tire that, like, causes the tire pressure light to come up every like other month Mm -hmm. and he brings that in because it just happens to like the thing about my dad is that like he'll plan things and then any other thing that can go wrong he'll just let happen and then uh try and solve it at that appointment so like he'll he'll play an entire indoor soccer season and have a regular physical um, a regular like bi-yearly physical or biannual physical for his ankle or like his uh, shin bone that he had surgery on 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then he'll hurt his back or he'll have sciatica act up. And it'll be like, oh, by the way, Doc, can you also fix this that I've been dealing with for six months because I played an entire indoor soccer season. And that goes the same thing for his car because he's like, uh, oh, by the way, guys, my tire pressure light came on again. Right. Can you rebalance that? when I'm here for my regular maintenance every two months instead of just getting the thing fixed. Right. And Miranda was uh, as much of a deer to tell me like, Hey, I don't have the heart to tell him that 
um, he needs this thing fixed with his rim because it keeps leaking air. His tires are fine. He just to take the rim off and have the tires rebalanced would be a big charge. Probably needs it completely replaced. It's probably literally a, a actually cracked rim. I think so, but that, he, that's, that, that's a twenty twenty. Yeah, rim. He's be waiting for the lease to be up on it. That's true. But it's not a two year lease. How many years is it? Do you know? Well, it's a twenty twenty. He got it in 2019. He cut his uh, 2018 lease short by a year, so I'm thinking he's holding on to this car for a while. Because he had the uh, he had a, he had a maroon or like crimson. It was a great it was a great deep red color. I loved it. Mm. It was a Highlander from two years earlier. It was an 18. Um, it had a different internal um, dash and everything. The wireless charging pad was in a different spot, and the the, the fucking the couple I don't even know what that part of a car is called but like where the, like the center gear, console the center console where the gear shift and the cup holders mm-hmm. and the center and the folding center console are I like that way better than the modern right. Toyotas because they all have the same thing inside mm-hmm. and yeah, they all look it. identical I inside. hate it so yeah. much and I liked it way better in the 18 and it was also a hybrid back then I don't know why he cut the lease short but he did and uh, but yeah so I'm thinking he's holding on to this 2020 for an extra year which would expire this year because he always gets leases he never buys cars Mm. um he had a four-year lease on a 2007 camry and then a 2015 camry a two-year lease on it after it was already after two years and then he got the highlander and then the highlander the second highlander they're both the same thing pretty Mm. much and i like to give him i don't he, he i have stockholm syndrome I like to give him the benefit of the doubt, even though I know he's retarded. <laughs> Where I'm thinking like, oh, he has to just be waiting for this lease to be up instead of paying $1,000 to fix it. Oh, right, right. Because the guy works for the state. He definitely could pay to fix it. Right. He also um, he also gets company cars from the state to do anything he wants anytime he goes on vacation. Mm. So if it actually was like a sizable like day-long repair, he'd just get the uh, the company car from his cushy state job to go right. do whatever he wants. So I'm thinking like, oh, he's just holding off so he doesn't have to pay the money for it. Right, right. He's just he's yeah, just holding out. He has gotcha. to be. He fucking he has to be. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's right. it's. I don't know. It is what it is. Anyway, do you have anything else on that list there? Yeah. Have you been to a? Uh, so I've been just a, I've been uh, door dashing to mm. keep myself alive because mm-hmm. uh, my training schedule for this fight is so uh, hectic and the amount of phone calls I have to have is so erratic that I uh, I don't want to get a regular job. Also, I just fucking hate America now. So I don't want to work 40 hours a week for anything. Right. <laughs> no, it makes sense. I'm I, a lazy piece I of agree. shit. It, it is what it is. But I've been door dashing and... Um, it makes it makes me decent money, honestly. Aside from the fact that I need new headlights and a new uh, plate light, <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, I've been going around to all these different like restaurants and grocery stores and all this shit, like acquiring like uh, side quests and shit. That's my job, basically. I do side quests. You live a JRPG. I live a JRPG. I live The Witcher, pretty much. Right. I live side quests. I'm I'm like if Geralt, sadly you can't just take whatever you'd I'm like. I'm like I'm like if Geralt never killed anything. I'm pacifist run Witcher in a car. Right. That's my job. Um, but I haven't run into 
I'm going to run into a lot of like Chinese and Japanese restaurants and like bistros and shit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of white queens running the front desk, the reception of Chinese restaurants. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering what the fuck is up. I don't feel safe in a, in a Japanese steakhouse or a Chinese restaurant where there's a white woman answering my door being like, who are you picking up for? Right. I want some snooty Asian bitch who doesn't, who's like 40 and doesn't care about my existence. Right, right. That, that's now, how you know it's an authentic experience. That's how you know it's authentic. People like to call me a racist because I'm like, oh, why does this race mixing happen here? But it goes that same way for white people. I don't want I don't want our white queens inside of the fucking Chinese restaurant because right, right. it's not authentic. Right. Look, if they're going to band together anyway, let them band together without this weird race mixing. Well, I don't understand. I would think that white women would be the most like discriminated against in uh <laughs> in hiring practices especially by minorities right right yeah it definitely it feels like it's almost like dumbing down minorities or being like oh well hi how can i help you right exactly rather than it being thank you for like, calling shogun yeah no actually uh i went to sakiban mm. two recently yeah the sequel <laughs> the sequel to sakiban <laughs> and uh the one with the onion volcano <laughs> yeah uh, Do you know what they call this nice. in my country? A volcano. No, no, no. An onion. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Good guess. No, no, no. It's an onion. This is an onion. Um, the f- the person who managed like the front desk was it was this white dude. And I was like, this is weird. Like a white guy, um, and he was like a TikTok white guy type oh, thing. No, like like an two colored hair. An e-boy? E-boy. Like an e-boy. E-boy at Chinese restaurant? With, like, wild piercings. Very oh. strange guy. I oh. mean, he was very nice, but it was, like, it was but strange. You're not su- you're not but supposed to see an e-boy with, like, a badge at Hibachi. Every single other person. Japanese? Was, no, they're all Chinese. Chinese but, Japanese. <laughs> but, yeah, they're all Asian, you know? And it was just, just kind of wild, because I was like, how did you... They hired you, yeah. And it's like it's not because I'm racist. I'm just like, is it because it's like a, like did they hire you on purpose? Like, <laughs> you know what I appreciate? I will say this. I will say this about them about them Chinese that they come to America and then they huddle together inside their restaurants and they'll put up a sign for it and they'll name their business this. And it's like it's a Chinese restaurant, but they recognize that. Americans like the Japanese more, mm-hmm. so they'll call it Chinese slash Japanese bistro or right, something. Right. When it's just Chinese, it's food. like ninety nine percent Chinese. Americans want Chinese food without dealing with Chinese people. Right. So if <laughs> so, it's, if the illusion, so Japanese, if the illusion of Japanese, they hope black people don't know what the difference phonetically. Right. Oh yeah, it's like if you if you ever go to phenotype uh, wise, there's a a mall around us. There's, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it's like Nori Japan. Yeah. It's all Chinese food. It's a Chinese there's, there's no, the only difference is they have teriyaki chicken there. Yeah. But every Chinese joint has teriyaki chicken. So every it's, single it's, one. Every single one. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh. oh my God. I don't know. What, I don't know what's happened to this beautiful country that I never once had cultural ties to because I'm a mixed Jewish slave race. Right. Jewish Amazon drone banking drones race. That's what being mulatto is is having nowhere to go, so you have to submit to Amazon factories. 
At least there's a bunch of them around here. (laughs) Your home surrounds you. A place with no natural light. (laughs) White people, if if removed from natural light, from UV rays, turn into weird, not black, black people like me. Untanned black people. Uh, Yeah, like uh, sun-bleached black people. (laughs) No one knows what to make of it. Oh, God. Yeah, I, um... Do you have time to run through the Jessica arc? Because I, I can end that as a... As a yeah, let's note. do the Jessica arc. All right, let's do so... It. This is the final piece you got to get caught up on, because you'll have... From this point forward, you'll have an infinite amount of conversations with Alexei about the Octavia sagas. Right, which I, I do need to say, I don't know her at all, so my, my bitch-ass Octavia remark, unfounded. A hundred percent unfounded. Here's the thing. No one knows her. That's the basis <laughs> she of the relationship. She doesn't relation- exist. That's the basis of the relationship <laughs> Alexei's insane. He... I'm kidding. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. So, um, Continue. Yes. So, in, uh, in late January, just shy of uh, 11 months ago, I, uh, I, hit, I hit her up, our old, our old high school classmate, who it seems everybody knows, actually. Um, I hit her up out of the blue because I was lonely mm-hmm. and I do my monthly routine of going through Instagram and being like, girl from high school, let's try and sink the three. Right. Somehow sunk the three. Uh, weird wall crawler type woman, or not wall crawler, that's Spider-Man, wallflower, <laughs> <laughs> wallflower type woman. Right, right. Um, Who's literally into flowers and plants and shit? Yeah, last I knew, she was very hippie. She is. She's a she's a weed person and a plant scientist through trade at school. Mm. Um, Oh, so she's a plant person, big time. Yeah, no, she's like she's like a poison ivy type bitch. Right, right. Um, I hit her up and she responded to me like immediately, and then we like uh, we planned to hang out and there was like a massive snowstorm and then we didn't hang out. And then we did hang out like the next week, and it was literally the best time of my life. Mm. Um, no NSFW shit, even just like the most wholesome. It was just good old. It was good old fun. fashioned fun. But over the course of that, um, we reminisced over high school because that's what you do when you catch up with a person that you haven't seen in four years, and you're also 21 years old. You go through high school. With the remember person. the good old days. Remember the good old days. Back when we were young. Before graduation. Right. And she's like, we had an art class together. And she's like, oh, I always liked you. And I was like, great. Thanks for telling me that now, Miss I Have a Boyfriend. You're like, great. I will be thinking about you daily. Yep, exactly. For a year. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be more than a year. Um, but she was like feeding me signs of like, uh, take... She's, I, men don't take hints. Mm-hmm. Women, no matter what your hints are, no matter how obvious you think they are, men don't take them. They never will. She was feeding me hints of like, please pursue this because my habit is like cheating on people to get out of relationships. She's toxic as fuck. She's a horrible, horrible habit. Right. Um, but I was like, no. I'm morally upstanding, righteous guy who believes in God now. 
right. which is not who anyone knew me to be back then, by the right, way. Right. Do you uh, believe in God currently? A hundred percent. Really? Per- I had a whole flop. I had a whole party swap. That is insane. No, yeah, I, remember, I remember you saying this. I remember texting you ye- like years ago now. It's like easily two and a half years ago. Yeah. And I remember being like, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I was like, yeah, you know, I just want to, I want to find love. And you're like, I'm finding God. Yeah. I was, That's what's most important in I, life. I did have a deep, I did have a deep query about that for right. person for myself. But anyway, I was like, no, I won't let you have sex with me. Dumb succubus woman. <laughs> Break up with your boyfriend, and then I'll be here. And that's right. what no woman wants to hear. Right, um, right, right. So she's still at, or she's still enrolled in school. She's finishing her four years now, and she's about to go back for her. I believe is her last semester because it's been about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has an apartment with her boyfriend, and they have a sort of toxic relationship by the way she's described it to me, but. Due to financial ties, she can't exactly just leave without like reason. So it's, right. need a mental note to justify. But I, I, looking back on all that stuff, I missed the signs. So mm. um, she left, and then she blocked me on Instagram immediately after having zero bad times together. Right. Because um, she was like, "Oh, yeah, I'd love to stick around, but uh, my boyfriend hates you now, so I just right. gotta have the safety blanket there." So. Operation Wingman is a go for the next year Mm. where I'm trying to uh, socially engineer my entire friend circle to be people who know her through two degrees of separation um, so that I can weave some sort of friendship bonded web to pull her back into my now friend group so that there's a safety blanket of people who know her between me and her. better chance of actually being able to... uh not only obtain the treasure but keep it thank you one person who's ever managed to like fucking see through that before i explained it all the way no i mean it makes sense it's not like it's it's i'm not trying to be like oh haha that's simple but like it makes sense yeah i'm insane too and i'm (laughs) i'm a schemer that's what it is and that's 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 what makes us dangerous mischievous we're exactly mischievous because we scheme yes (laughs) we plot Yes. We charade. And, um... Connive. Connive. We do connive. We, there's a lot of conniving happening. Get back to that. But that's... That's Mischief Castle lore in a nutshell. Right. Um, you've now been caught up on a year of content of All my right. life. Well... This show really is just what's happening in my life. So right. you've now the, been the caught Cameron up News Report. 55 episodes of, uh, podcast. Don't listen to the first, like, seven...